0: Shouldn't we be voting for people based on policy and not person? Anyone who voted for AOC, is it that they voted for her because she's cool and she's young and was going to be the youngest member of Congress or because of her policies? Welcome to Political Contessa. I'm Jennifer Nastor, and this show is here to support your interest in center-right politics, policy, and breaking news listen in, and discover how to awaken your inner ideal candidate. And if you're ready, how you can jump in and change the world as a runner or a supporter. Welcome to Political Contessa. So something interesting that I was having a discussion about earlier today with some folks in a political discussion group, and we're talking about difference in Biden and Trump. And I know I say Trump and it feels like I'm saying a curse, right? For for most people in Massachusetts, you mentioned the name and and you see people shudder. And I'm sure the same thing happens in, you know, New York and Illinois and Michigan and California and so many other places. And We're talking about Biden and the folks that I was sitting with are to the right. Some are more right from me. Some are a little bit more centrist or left. And as they got older, it became more centrist. And the person next to me starts kind of picking on Biden, his mental state. Is he there? Dementia, all that stuff. And just kept bringing up Trump and just kept bringing up Trump's name and made me realize that shouldn't we, regardless of your feeling on Trump, if you loved him, if you just accepted him, if you felt about him, like my one of my good friends um, always says in the tenor and tone of of how he spoke and his temperament, if you didn't like that, if you hated the guy, totally. His policies, as far as I'm concerned, were awesome. However, I don't try not to mention his name because I feel as though it infuriates people and it starts fights and it incites people. And that combined with picking on Biden's mental state, I don't think is the best way to start a political conversation or have it. But I do think that there are some interesting things that were pointed out. And so, my first one, is you know you hear a lot i guess if you if you watch news and you watch a news station like you know some of the more conservative ones out there and and you see what's going on at the border and it's horrifying and it's upsetting and you hear of drug mules with little kids on their backs and you hear of how kids are being trafficked for sex and for drugs and doing the dirty work of adults and growing up way too fast and that is just incredibly upsetting. And it's great for the airwaves. It's great to set people off and get them all riled up and excited and and hateful and and sad and and all those emotions. But at the same time, I think we need to focus on the issues that unite us that we all think are good. And so whether it is you know, in the previous administration, you know, operation warp speed and getting the vaccine out, whether it is the the accord and, and working with Palestine and Israel and, and moving the embassy, whether it is how the border was kept safe or the economy or just a whole host of, of other issues that you look at. And you say, we really need to get the person out of politics. We need to get the policy into politics. And why don't we focus on good policy? Kamala Harris has yet to be at the border. So I wish for Joe Biden's good health and his success because I do not want to see a President Harris ever in my lifetime. I cannot understand why she was charged with going down to the border and seeing what's going on there and still hasn't been down there. Why Biden still has not been to the border. He hasn't been there as president, as vice president, or as a member of Congress. I find that atrocious. And I think the policies are flawed. And so I don't have anything bad to say about Biden as a person, because I don't know him and I don't think that that's very fair. However, shouldn't we be voting for people based on policy and not person? Anyone who voted for AOC, is it that they voted for her because she's cool and she's young and was going to be the youngest member of Congress or because of her policies? Do you actually think that those policies would get through? When we talk about climate change, we can talk about climate change. And I think as a Republican, I am very interested in it. I have children. I want this earth to be here for a long time. However, when you go out to someplace like California, you go to Beverly Hills, you see that there are more G-wagons driving around Beverly Hills than there is probably produced in any other part of the country. If you think about the rockets that get launched, and God bless William Shatner, but rockets that get launched by Bezos and Richard Branson and, uh, and Elon Musk that are blowing through our atmosphere, going to give people a ride into space, what exactly does that do to climate change? Isn't John Kerry still traveling on his private jet as the climates are? So I love the rhetoric, but I feel as though when we have bad policies, it doesn't matter who the person is. The policies are a failure. I think the mandates, the vaccine mandates, and I am fully vaccinated. My children who can be vaccinated are vaccinated. I have no problem with the vaccine. What I do have a problem with is as a woman, I appreciate my right to choose. It's my body and my choice, except when it comes to the vaccine, then it's the government's choice. It's no longer my body. And so the hypocrisy and the faulty rhetoric makes me resent the people who are in power. Whereas with the previous administration, so I'm not going to say his name. This is how it should be discussed. With the previous administration, you might not like the person, but the policies were good for America. It was good for all of us. They kept us safe. They kept roofs over people's heads. They kept food on people's tables. And by the way, you were able to go and buy Christmas gifts on December 23rd. Now we're here from the vice president that we should start shopping early. We don't know when we're going to get goods and services. We have steel rotting in on the border. We have a supply and demand issue. We have truckers that can't get trucks across the country because there aren't enough drivers. We see escalating gas prices, food prices, inflation. And who who ends up feeling that? It's the consumers. So before we say, oh, so-and-so is a nice person or look at their demeanor and it's so much better, I think we need to go back and have our friends and our neighbors talk about policy. What policies are do you like that make you say, I'm okay with our society headed towards socialism? So what what policies do we like that we think are going to be good in a Marxist society? If you hear these phrases being thrown around by people, socialism, Marxism, in Marxist theory, It's a transitional social state between the overthrow of capitalism and the realization of communism. If there's anyone who feels that this is a good way to go, that AOC has it right, that Ed Markey has it right, that Liz Warren has it right, and God forbid Bernie Sanders, then maybe you should go over to Russia and see what your life would be like. Maybe you should go to China or North Korea and go see how you like communism because capitalism has done our country well. And are we a faulty nation? Of course. We're also still a young nation and we need people to participate and to grow with us and to actually be involved in conversations regarding good policy. So stop beating people up. Trump was a jerk. He was a bully, blah, blah, blah. Biden, he's losing his mind. He's got dementia. Put those things aside. And I don't care if you think Trump was the nicest guy or Biden's the nicest guy. Put the personality aside. Put the person aside. Think about the policies that are good for you, are good for your family, are good for your neighbors. What is going to help you? In Boston right now, there's a a mayoral race going on. One of the candidates is a housing advocate and would like to put more public housing, affordable housing, whatever she calls it. She's a wolf in sheep's clothes. She would like to put public housing in a part of the city that doesn't have it. However, that part of the city also doesn't have any schools. And so to put housing in that part of the city is bad policy because you're not thinking about what the people need. The people who would live in that housing They don't have schools for their kids. Their jobs aren't there. And the transportation in that part of the city is horrific at best. It's overcrowded. There's hardly any buses. And you have to walk blocks before you get to another train, another subway, T, we call the T. Policy is not good. People might like her as an individual, but we need to start looking at policies. Figure out what's important to you. Is it national security? Is it the economy? Is it healthcare? Is it education? Is it transportation? Is it infrastructure? What's important to you? Putting food on your table, making sure that your home is safe. If those are the important things, get your friends talking about it. Figure out why people vote the way that they do get people to realize that it's the policy and stop being mean and derogatory about a person's character that is not going to help us as a republican for us to be linked to Trump all the time especially in a blue state is a kiss of death and the democrats know that so we we need to stop talking about Trump we need to start talking about the future stop looking in the rearview mirror Thank you for being with me today on Political Contessa. Thanks so much for listening to Political Contessa. For all the ways to listen and to get the inside scoop on what's happening in center right politics for women like us, head over to politicalcontessa.com.